Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. Happy holidays, Clitorati! What's up, all you clits out there? So today we have a very special holiday episode for you. So through our many episodes, almost 100 episodes at this point, right? Almost. Nearly. Nearly 100 episodes. We have received so many letters from our Clitorati that have really had a huge impact on us. And we wanted to actually make today's episode about you guys and share a couple of those letters and um, how they've moved us and changed our lives and just how this show in general has brought so much gratitude and inspiration into our lives because of who you guys are. So this episode is dedicated to you for the holidays and um, we love you. So we're going to get started. But first, we have a very special guest in the studio. And in honor of like celebrating our clitorati, we have our number one listener on the show today. Yes, I am. Grace has come on to join the cast of Clit Talk. A sexy blonde. So, so excited to be here, guys. Not just sexy blonde, but Aussie blonde. Aussie. I mean, it makes her so much sexier with the Aussie accent. Oh I know. God. The accent is, is, a, is a benefit for sure. So thank and, you so and much a turn for on. being here. Thanks Grace. so much for having me. I'm super excited. So we're, you're actually going to read the first letter from a fan of ours who actually had something to share. I know. And from she's Australia. from Australia. So I'm super excited we to had read to, this. We had to use the, uh, the, the Aussie to the read Aussie the Aussie, Aussie letter. Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure that the accent is really pronounced, guys. Yeah. <laughs> G'day, I think mate. it's natural. Look <laughs> it up for us. Listening. Okay, so I'm going to read this letter from Australia. Okay. Listening to an episode of yours right now all the way from sunny Australia and had to respond. My story started with an old partner telling me that he wasn't feeling sexually attracted to me anymore while we were in a relationship. And then talking to his ex-girlfriend all about it. Yeah, that hurts. Really forced me to address some problems that I had with my sexual self-esteem after we broke up. Thank you. Next. And I started being more open with friends about some not great sexual experiences I had had and asking people what did make sex good for them and just running straight towards my fear that I was not somehow undesirable and not sexual or worth being treated well and refusing to accept that as my best life. And it really just started to put my scholarly pursuit into pleasure and sex and radicalizing the way that I was mentally prioritizing my own pleasure. A wonderful side effect I've found is that it raises the bar on the quality of friendships and people you'll accept in your own life when you're chasing your own pleasure. My new friend, Rachel, bought me Pussy, a reclamation back in August. Ooh. Great book. Yeah, Regina Thomas <laughs> And it really, really opened me up to beautiful things, clit talk being one of those things. I listen to your podcast on my way to work and I arrive feeling energetic, turned on and ready to show up for my day. Thanks for all your beautiful work, guys. So cool. I, I feel that way after I listen to your episodes too. Aww. Yeah, totally. Thank you. That was the one thing about opening up about pleasure and chasing this pleasure conversation, how it really brings people to you. And that's something that I've really experienced. I've never 
once before doing this show gone to a party to talk about sex ever. In fact, I didn't talk to anyone about sex or like my masturbation practices or anything. And I actually played a game to go talk to people at holiday parties and people, it just is such a great icebreaker. And do you masturbate? I mean, I always start with my personal story about how I never masturbated. And now mm. I like have a baby and it totally trans pleasure, totally transformed my life and my marriage. Mm. And it's really opened me up creatively. And it's, it's so human to talk about. And, um, that was never, something that I was comfortable doing. So that's what really resonated with me and um, Mrs. Australia's letter is to, sh- is to share your journey with people because you never know how big of a difference it can make for the person that you're talking to. Yeah. Totally. Sh- sugar, really- sugar can't do that. She can't go up to tell people how she never used to masturbate. She can never use that line. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like the only thing Katie has on me for me not being the MVP of Clip Talk. <laughs> And basically, if we can get Crystal and Katie to a sex party, anything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. true. Not so much for Katie and Lindsay and maybe Grace over here, but, you know. No, definitely for Katie. Katie has never been to a sex party and she'll never— No, she went to the one, but she'll never go again. I've done two now. Okay. That's true. (laughs) We're we're getting, like, really disclosed. I mean, I I might want to go— to another one when I like want to get pregnant again. Ah! Just kidding. She's like, right, so you know Katie got pregnant at the sex party. I, I, do know, I do know that Katie got pregnant at the sex party, which I think is somehow magical. Just given the journey, given the journey that all of us listeners heard you go through, right? Like right. it's like it's such a transformation, and there's like such a beauty to that freedom that you experienced at that party. And I think that's for me the number one thing that Clit Talk has provided is like the personal ownership of your sexuality, mm. right? That every journey is individual and and everyone likes different things. And when we listen to you guys, like, yeah, it's everything from, you know, sugar and <laughs> Lindsay and, <laughs> and then there's like, you know, and, and we find ourselves in each of you, right? right like yeah. whether it's somebody who hasn't had a relationship with their own self-pleasure or whether it's somebody who's like, well, I'm just not down for sex parties, you know? Like okay. there's something in it for all of us, but I think the ultimate thing and what I hear in, you know, my fellow Australian is um, owning your own pleasure and sexuality mm-hmm. and getting that it's something that you get to create. And that's oh, so cool. So like, cool. And I so wish, well and that's the sex education I wish I'd gotten. Totally. <laughs> the sex you wish you got. Yeah. And then some. And then some. And then some. <laughs> I'm like, not quite perfect, but I've listened to enough episodes. That I'm <laughs> you were pretty on point, darling. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of difficulty because there's way too many quotable moments in this episode that I'm writing down at the moment. <laughs> it's so quotable. Um. Yeah. All right. Cool. So one of one of the things that we love so much about Clit Talk is our male listeners. And we have gotten some of the most incredible letters from our male listeners. And um, we got one the other day, um, sent it into an email. He asked to remain anonymous, but it was so moving. We were all crying. We said, we have to share this story with the world. Um, and he wrote to us actually because of the cheating episode and had a really interesting, interesting take on it. So I'm just going to read the letter to us right now. So, hello, ladies. I've been listening to your podcast for nearly a year and find it engaging and informative. I've introduced my girlfriend to, and shameless sex, 
Shout out to Shameless Sex Podcast. (laughs) And she finds it fascinating that you're all so open about your sexuality. Regarding the episode on cheating, I thought I should chime in as I'm probably in the minority of your listening audience. You see, I'm old enough to be retired, but not so old that I've lost interest in sex. Be that as it may, I feel that I must tell you that I have experienced a sexless marriage. This was, as one of you mentioned in your episode, for medical reasons. You see, my wife battled cancer for years before it took her from me. While she was fighting for her life, she'd gone through surgery that left her unable to have intercourse. I decided at that point, if she couldn't enjoy sex, that I wouldn't be forcing the issue with her. I became celibate. Although I masturbated, I did so in private. That way she didn't have to be reminded of how her body had changed and perhaps how I had needs that she couldn't meet. Make no mistake, we enjoyed life to the fullest in every way possible, other than sex. I loved her dearly and still feel the emptiness she's left behind. I had vowed to be with her no matter what until death. Little did I know how short the decades would feel. Even as she died in my arms, I could not believe she wasn't going to be with me tomorrow. Bless you and yours for your candor and for sharing that openness with the world. These are the type of men who listen to our show. So amazing. And I love that he had this amazing experience with his wife. And now he shares our show with his new girlfriend. And he's like living his life to the fullest. It's really inspiring and beautiful and almost poetic in a way. Well, I love that it was something I mentioned on the episode that had him reach out to us and that we were able to make a difference for him, hopefully, inside of his experience. So he knew he was not the only one having these kind of thoughts around a subject that's not easy, really impactful. And I think you point to something that's really cool for for all of us is like, like you said, like something you said made a difference in him and wanted him, wanted to have him share his story with us. How many places can, because that's a very specific story about sex in a very difficult situation. And I don't know many places where someone would have the freedom to really share that story with a group of people. And you made him feel like he had the, the we all made him feel like the environment, like, and that, that's what really moves me is like, I'm so proud to be of a project where people can share stories like that, because I don't think there's many outlets where people can share at that level. I think that around, like, it's such a beautiful story because the holidays in particular, like, are such a beautiful time of, like, celebration and also pain, right? Like, we're present to the people that we've lost. We're present to, like, his new girlfriend, the new space that opens up. We're present to, like, what love brings us and what love sacrifices in us. And, you know, I think that shame and sex are, like, hand in hand so often. And when it doesn't fit the norm, when, you know, like if you're not compatible or if it's not working, like it's it's hard to feel like there's a place for you in that. But mm-hmm. I just hear like tremendous love and caring and mm-hmm. uh, loss and beauty and rebirth. And I mean, what a, what a man. Yeah. Hot. What a man. Hot. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a keeper. Yeah. Where is he from? <laughs> we don't, we're not, we're not going to. We don't know where he he's lives. An, he's anonymous. He's I feel a, like he's not from LA. We're going to call him <laughs> Mr. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> For now. <laughs> How long have you been in a relationship? Because my mom's turning 60 and she's No, he has a girlfriend now. How long have they been in a relationship for? Hey, she wants, and, she and, wants to know how serious it is. <laughs> she wants to hook you up with her mom. Well, Sugar's probably saying, are you into Polly? Because like, I could probably help with something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking to experiment. 
<laughs> Would you like to be in a polyamorous relationship nice with my man. mom? <laughs> this is a nice man. Let's not go here. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> hey, nice people can be polyamorous too. <laughs> I think you're nice, sugar. <laughs> I think you're a very nice well, person. Since we're going to get specific about it, to be a little clear uh, here, I am in a uh, committed, non-monogamous, open relationship, not a polyamorous relationship. I'm officially able to have guy friends that I can text without asking my husband if I can text my guy friends. So basically what you're saying, all you want for Christmas is for everyone to be non-monogamous? What? (laughs) It's just just a definition. I'm just kidding. An explanation. I'm just so so impressed with you, Sugar, that you could turn uh, the conversation we're having into a conversation about polyamory, like so seamlessly. Like I'm just so moved by your commitment. Okay, let's like retrace our steps here. Let's Grace go down the rabbit hole. Let's not go down the rabbit hole. Open relationship. So yes. And I asked her to expand on yes. what she meant by that. So. And I appreciated the education because she's a leader in this world. The, and a leader I'm being serious. Herself. I'm be- That was an actual Tell compliment. Your vagina that. Why don't, why don't you tell my vagina? I can see your vagina. Can you? Oh, that's awkward. Leopard. <laughs> oh my God, I Wait, saw, I have leopard on. I just, uh, she has no underwear on. She just showed me her actual vagina. And Katie missed it. I'm just, sitting right now. We just, we just had a pussy flash situation in the studio, you guys. Like, legit. We had a legit a pussy flash that, situation. That just means the world just changed. Welcome right? to Clint like, Talk. She listens to the episodes, folks. Yes. This is amazing. Yeah, guys, I'm a fan. <laughs> That's out of pussy reclamation. That, totally. Love That's that so book. incredible. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse, and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now, you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. Just in case this didn't all translate, we'll, we'll, we'll replay this for you. Um, I showed Lindsay my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you didn't get that. Just in case you didn't understand that. Right. Don't we have another letter, guys? Well, there's only we one, there's only one way to rectify this. <laughs> oh, that oh, was a titties out moment. A double titty flash. A double titty flash. Because I'm not flashing my vagina. Because I'm on my period. As right a now. fan, I just want you guys to know that yes, what you hear on the episodes, it's actually what's happening in the studio right now. I'm happy to report live that there was actually pussy flashing and boobs out right now. So in case you thought it was staged or that they were just talking. I'm I'm officially reporting. No, no. <laughs> live live from the studio. <laughs> live from the studio, guys. So if you're not hot now, <laughs> we were going to talk about the 12 days of masturbation. <laughs> Katie's favorite subject. I had changed my life. I, I asked Grace, I'm like, Grace, did you participate in the 12 days of masturbation? She was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. I love oh, fuck yeah. I, How I, many dildos did you go through? Well, 
There are questions and there are questions in 12 days. <laughs> She's days. like, obviously 12. <laughs> Do toy every day. But I have a daily masturbation practice anyway. So mm. it was like the 12 days of masturbation practice was like an interesting thing because I did it with a friend. That was fun. Oh. I did it with a friend. Like, can you tell us type about doing it bit? with a friend or like. Oh, no, no. A girlfriend of mine who is not, probably a little bit more like Katie, not super Mm -hmm. down for it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, I'm going to do this thing with this podcast. I'm like, she's like, what's the podcast called? I'm like, clit talk. She's like, what talk? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's reaction to the name of our show. Yeah. Well, you know, clitorises are off limits in most (laughs) conversations. Which is a damn shame. Sadly, because they're amazing. The best part. Yeah. But it was interesting doing it with somebody and actually sharing about like your own experience because I have three kids and you know most masturbation happens in the shower we're not gonna lie Mm. like it's it's like a but it makes such a difference to how your outlook on your day goes like some people meditate I masturbate that's great you know meditation is irritating you know for me Um, (laughs) and I have done for a long time but what was interesting was the change in the relationship like the intimacy that came up because of it and I think like you said Katie about the being at the party and talking to somebody about sex or broaching that kind of conversation. Like, it's such a human thing. And yet, especially for women, so taboo. Totally. Right? Like, you don't really talk about, like, your self-pleasure activities or, like, even even saying, like, oh, I'm a woman and I masturbate. People are like, really? I'm not even sure, you know? (laughs) Seriously, trying to get my girlfriends back east to do the 12 days of masturbation was, like, pulling teeth. They were, like, they were, like, saying, my, I just need to have sex with my husband. Like, I don't, want to, and I just need to have sex with my husband. And I was like, well, the 12 days of masturbation could actually make you want to have sex with your husband, you know, yeah. if mm-hmm. you're getting your pleasure in. So th- some of them had breakthroughs with it, but others like still push it off. Then they were very uncomfortable yeah. There's with such me a even bringing huge, it up. There's such a huge like shame story around it, right? Like it's as a mother of daughters like you hear so often like oh well, that's what little boys do they touch themselves they play with themselves right. you know like but little girls it's like you don't touch yourself there right you yep. know and it's just so like I think from a very young age like women are sort of like excluded from that conversation mm-hmm. um, and I think that's one of the things that 12 days of masturbation really like delivered was one an opportunity to talk about it two an opportunity to do it which is mm-hmm. always fun and <laughs> three an opportunity to like bring your community into it and and maybe like be a bit brave in the conversations mm. that you're having and increase that intimacy with your friends I think like totally that Miss Australia letter is like a perfect example of that yeah. bring yourself closer speaking of which we got another letter yeah around the toilet masturbation we do. so and another person please do not disclose my name don't worry we won't um <laughs> Dear ladies of Clit Talk, I'm writing this email as a testimonial of how helpful your podcast is and how the 12 days of masturbation has impacted me. Let me start by telling you a little bit about me. I'm a 46-year-old, hey Tamiko, married (laughs) mother of two, son 23, daughter 20. I've had a good sex life with my husband of 25 years. Masturbation was not something I did at all, in caps. I didn't see the need. I was happy, busy being a mom and wife, and my priority wasn't centered around sex, let alone masturbation. Fast forward to January 2019, when I made a resolution to have more sex. With my husband frequently traveling for work and the kids out of the house, I found that I had a lot of alone time, so I started researching female masturbation. Since I never really indulged in it, and it led me to your podcast, episode 35, 12 Days of Masturbation, the one you did in December. From there, 
I have listened to all of the episodes of Plit Talk, and I've gained a lot of useful information. This current 12 days of masturbation has helped me get in touch with myself, pun intended. (laughs) So cute. It has helped me focus on myself, how certain touch and sensations make me feel. It has allowed me to find out my likes and dislikes. It has taught me that masturbation doesn't always lead to orgasm, but just to be in tune with oneself. One other thing that 12 days of masturbations has opened up and (laughs) then again, I love this sentence. One other thing that 12 days of masturbation has opened me up to is dot, 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 anal masturbation. What? It's great. (laughs) Episode 51, Anal Sex 101, totally opened me up to the idea of trying it. So much so that I have suggested it to my husband that maybe we should try anal sex. So I wanted to thank... All you ladies of Clit Talk for doing what you do. You may not realize it, but you do make a difference in people's lives. Sincerely, a grateful listener. Oh, I love that. I know, right? That must be Nurse Katie's anal sex. That's really encouraged that. (laughs) She's an anal sex ninja. (laughs) I'm experienced. Riley Ray's taught taught me a lot, though. Yeah, it was a good episode. You had a lot coming into it. That's Pun intended. <laughs> I know. There's got to be a witty comment there. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, you know, I I grew up very fearful of getting pregnant. It was a really big fear of mine. And um, I was even on birth control and um, was still afraid that I would get pregnant if someone came in me. So I always finished in my butt and then I figured out that I really liked it. So just did it every time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, what I love about this is, first of all, this beautiful woman who's been married for all these years had the thought, the intuition on herself, by herself, this is something she wanted to explore. And she literally found us on Google. I don't know how, like, she, I think she Googled like masturbation challenges or something. I don't know how she found us, but just... Just really like want to acknowledge her and anyone who has taken on this conversation because it can bring up a lot. Well, and I think it's also a good testament to carve out time for yourself. Totally. Even if you're a busy mom of two, which I totally get now. I have an infant who's, you know, at this time, 20 weeks old. So it's just, it's hard to carve out time for yourself. And it takes planning and creating support around yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's still so important. Yeah. Super important. I'm going to need to start planning it because then when I have a kid, I'm going to be like, what the fuck happened? Because the way that my planning works is I get off a conference call and I'm like, fuck, I need to masturbate. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry, sugar. When you have a kid, now you want one? Oh, shit. This is new. Really? You've never said that? Yes. No. After I went to your house, I've had slight baby fever wait you mean after meeting after meeting katie's baby you got baby fever yeah you fucking yes you got it that's what i fucking said oh my god i know and and no this coming from the woman who was like i'm never having kids that's how i was well and it's not right now but it's not like there's no resistance there. Well, there's still resistance because <laughs> right? I'm just like I can't imagine. I was like, hey, sugar, I have three. There's always resistance. That never goes in. <laughs> and like, in more yeah, ways than one. <laughs> it was just so beautiful because you know I, I I hadn't seen you at all since before you gave birth, and then the next time I see you is like with your baby, 
who I'm having to like be in tune with on the rocker chair so that he would just like chill or sleep while you're rocking. Like it made me be so present. I was supposed to be there for like 30 minutes to get home for a meeting. And I left a minute before my meeting started and I had to have that fucking meeting on the car. That's how like sucked in I was when I was with you and Cooper. I mean, Cooper's pretty fucking cute. It's one of the cutest kids I've ever seen. Yeah. It might be the cutest kid I've ever interacted with. Oh my God. Like, actually. <laughs> I know. It's so, anyways, let's not like be weird about this. <laughs> back to the masturbating. Back to the masturbating. Right. I think it's yeah. great that someone's exploring themselves and like newly. I've never even heard of anal masturbation. And we've been talking about yeah. anal sex. Who's ever thought of anal masturbation? Like, you me. haven't. Oh. Me. Coming from the one and only. <laughs> But this was a butt plug. (laughs) Oh my God. No, like, but when I, when I was like, when we were at the very beginning stages of clit talk and I was fantasizing about the impact we wanted to make, I, this woman who wrote us this letter, I swear to God is like the woman I imagined because I was like, I want to be able to reach someone who doesn't have anyone to talk to about this stuff and that we actually make a difference in their life. She's, she's like, you've, transformed my relationship my sex relationship with her husband that she's been married to for over 20 years mm-hmm. like, and her relationship with herself and her asshole and her <laughs> asshole <laughs> I was gonna say I think that's the coolest part right like is there's no age or no point yeah. or no chapter where you can't be rediscovering yourself sexually like totally. or, or getting curious about it or looking into something that you've never heard about before or you know answering the call of like what your heart desires. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, well, There's totally. always the opportunity for reinvention. Yeah. Right. And it can be in the sexual realm as well. Yeah, absolutely. So this has been another incredible episode. And we really, again, wanted to just, this was for you, our listeners who, you know, please send in more stories to us because it really makes a huge difference for us um, to know the conversations you guys want us to continue to have and, you know, it is the holidays, so, um, which can be a very stressful time. So make sure you're masturbating your way through <laughs> the holidays. Make sure you pack your release. vibrator when you fly to mom's house. Um, and, um, yeah, and so, no, but in all seriousness, we, um, happy holidays. That's the proper, that's the PC way to say it, right? I think so. Or you could just, I mean, like it's clit talk and we're talking to the clitorati. So we could just say ho, ho, ho to all you hoes. There you go. Thanks, great. <laughs> and we will see you next Tuesday. Happy holidays. Bye. Happy holidays. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.